Yeah. And it, Steve still sold DVDs after this show. <laughs> he still sold merch. They're, um, the police are talking to him. They're putting Band-Aids on him, like wrapping his arm up. He's like, yeah, I got DVDs. And people are like, yeah, I got... People coming up with 20s like, hey, yeah, we got some money for you, Steve. Here we go. And he sold all his DVDs, all his T-shirts. He sold them after the show. And it's like, we support what? you, Steve. <laughs> he's getting wrapped up. Yeah, he's getting wrapped he has up. He's this huge gash in his and arm. And the police are trying to talk to him. He's like slick, ignoring the cops. They're like, so what happened? He's like, hold on. DVDs, y'all. Got DVDs um, over here. Y'all want some DVDs? And they, they, people are lining up to get DVDs. Like, even people like that left and came back. It was like, we, we enjoyed the show. Like, can we get a DVD? Yo, yo, yo. What up, Hot breath of This is your favorite host, Joel Byers. And you know what time it is. Hot <sighs> Welcome to Hot Breath Episode 121, Hot Brethren and Sisterin. And you have picked a winner. If you've listened to the past two, today's episode will be kind of the closing trilogy we have been embarking on here. I interviewed Steve Brown about his viral video getting attacked on stage. Then I went ahead and interviewed Gary Abdo, who was referenced in Steve's interview as far as certain opinions being thrown one way or the other. So if you haven't listened to those, I would highly recommend listening to those first before this one, just so you can have the context, because today my guest was actually in the room while Everything was going on. He was actually opening up for Steve Brown. This is a gentleman, as soon as I interviewed Gary and Steve, I was like, okay, I need a third opinion. I need a tiebreaker on this. And we made it. My guest today is an absolutely hilarious comedian who's been touring around with the Waynes and Brandon T. Jackson and really making a name for himself in the comedy game. And he just so happened to be working with Steve Brown on the road for the first time and then all H-E double hockey sticks breaks loose. <gasps> oh no, he didn't say that. Mm-hmm. So all I'll say before we get into this interview is if you enjoy it, if you find it informative and as enlightening as I do, just share it. Let people know because this is a story that hasn't really... We've been getting a bunch of different opinions on it, but I think here is a um, an unbiased third p- opinion of an outside party who really gives a lot of clarity to what did and what didn't happen. So I'm super proud to be able to capture this. Thank you for going on this journey with me here as we enter episode 121. And there is only one thing left to do, and that is inhale a hot breath with Marlon. We here. What's up, y'all? Ballard. Let me get you your, your hot breath water. Oh man, that's the that's the famous Fontas water. Keep this as a souvenir. I need to go drink this. Look at us, Joe Byers. That's a, this is Blue Ridge Mountain spring water right here. Joe got his own clothes bottled right got here. His own in bottle of water. Fontas. Yeah, you can do with it what you will. No, I'm gonna keep this as a souvenir, man. I got I keep a lot of stuff as souvenirs from comedy, man. Over the past five years. What's your favorite? Oh man, uh, the list from the first time I performed at the Punchline. He's got me and a bunch of other people I haven't seen since the bunch of my clothes. <laughs> it's like an open mic? Me, uh, Tommy in the Box, a couple <laughs> other people. Man, it's some classic, man. Some classic names on there. Tommy uh, in the Box is like this old white guy that wears a box on his head, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and then, then close it, it. And then just does a bunch of voices. It's hilarious. He's hilarious, man. He, it's hilarious. I've never seen nothing like that, man. 
I don't hilarious. I guess comedy is subjective. Yeah. So it could go. Yeah, I've seen his set go one way or the other. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. It's, it, I mean, it's hit and miss, but like either way, the comics still know him. When we have whether he performs good or not, we still know it's him. Yeah, that's like, Tommy in the box. That's Tommy in the box. That's how he does. <laughs> but if you see him out in public, you're like, "You're Tommy in the box." He's like, "No, I'm just Tom out here." I know. I'm like, like I saw him in public man. one day. I'm like, "Hi, Tommy. Hey, how you doing?" I'm like, "Don't act. I just didn't introduce you yesterday. <laughs> like, we were best friends yesterday. What happened? Oh no. Check with me after eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. What happens at eight o'clock? Yeah. So that's when the comedy comes out. <laughs> Punchline. I guess the punchline show went better than your Stars and Strikes show. Oh, man. First time you go up ever. Man, that was a difficult time. I wanted to kill myself after that show. <laughs> I really I really wanted to quit after that show. I was like, man, I wrote a set right prior to getting out the car and went up there and did five minutes. The worst ever. I don't even, I'm glad the footage got deleted. Everything oh, everything man. got deleted. I didn't want to see that at all and anymore. Anymore. What and, happened? Like, it just me. I wasn't prepared. Um, oh, okay. It was the very first time, so I'm I'm doing like uh, stock jokes. <laughs> um, hey, everybody! Uh, I know y'all looking at the menu. Like, who are the gratuity? <laughs> oh, I was doing yep. stuff like that, and then you got Dirty <laughs> South and her boyfriend in the crowd. She oh. she's sitting there talking, and uh, who else? Shantae Williams was there. She came to support. So mm-hmm. I was like, damn, I made Shantae look bad. So she was like, don't worry about that. You're gonna get better. And then my first real stage was punchline. So that 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 went a lot better than Stars and Strikes. Yeah. So. And Shantae's kind of the got you over at the punchline, right? Yeah. She, yep, got yep. she got me in and pretty much everything, most of the stuff I've done so far because of her. Even Screech last night? No, no, Did not you get to host for Screech. Screech was <laughs> he was exactly how I expected him to be. Exactly <laughs> how I expected him to be. I'm like, this is gonna be a crazy white dude. And I show up and he's like, hey dude, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna Claremont after this. I've never been, but they uh don't tell me how it is, but I wanna go. I wanna what? see how it is. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm not gonna tell you. And then he started asking me, yo, what's it like? What's it like? I'm like, mm, it's where strippers go to die. Um <laughs> That's that's where it is. So I haven't heard from him yet. Oh, I told, you didn't I, go with him? I didn't go. I don't want to uh, go. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. I let that. I left that to him. You can go. You yeah, can go. you can't get caught up here with these cougars. These Claremont, you know, the, it's all about those old ladies. And you, you have I already, a I got, I already got. I already got caught up with one. So yeah, I learned my lesson. Out of it. <laughs> I didn't know they could have babies past a certain age. So I learned my lesson. I learned my lesson. How Trust did that happen? Uh, Marvin Hunter could have stopped this. He was there right. tonight. This all got initiated. So um, we're outside of, what is this, Hole in the Wall. This is Hole in the Wall. Okay, in Buckhead. Bucket. I had her pinned up against this truck, and he didn't stop it. He could have said, hey, get the hell off my truck or something. No, <laughs> no, he didn't say that. So stuff happened. <laughs> did, it, did it happen at a location, or was this no, all in the parking lot? No, the, um, the, at her house. Okay, yeah. so you did go back to a respectable place yeah, to yeah. conceive a child. Yes, I did, I did. You yeah. met her at Hole in the Wall? Well, we, we I've like ran into her a couple times before. Then we met oh, okay. at. Remember Tony Drama? Remember him? Tony Drama. He's a comic. He had a room over in uh, Tucker. He passed away recently, but um, oh man, he had a room over in Tucker. It's probably one of the worst rooms I probably did <laughs> ever. Like it was at a uh, Ethiopian spot, and uh, it's like a, a real hole in the wall. Like they had a screen door. I've never seen a screen door on a uh, on a restaurant, <laughs> but they had one and a stage. I'm like, how do you have a screen door and a stage in here? Like that don't make sense. But hey, it was all right. It was a good spot. But um, I met her there, and from there, I mean, we talked, but it wasn't like, um, like I'm trying to get what you talked, like, uh-huh. we were friends, and then... You funny. Yeah, that's what it starts with. That's, uh-huh. what, it, that's what it starts with. That's that's how most of it starts, and then next thing you know, months later, I'm pregnant. Oh. Like, the week before my birthday, so trust me, I didn't eat nothing the whole month of February. Oh. 
<laughs> Bruh. Remember, you know the sound that, uh, on the genuine song Pony? Like how it sound like the dude burping? Like that's how I was like the whole month. Like I was so queasy. Like, How's I, it sound? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh. I was like that the whole month. Every time I saw a Pampers or something, a baby commercial, I seen every baby commercial that week. I'm like, wow. Oh, dude. It's like when you like you buy a new car and then you see that car everywhere. I, yeah. The same thing with a kid. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Pamper commercials. I done heard, hey, we got a deal on Babies R.S. I'm like, I guess I'm going to need to go ahead and say these coupons. And as soon, like, what was your reaction? Like, as soon as she told you, like, did you start crying? No, I didn't. Um, I was like, nah, you're not. I was in disbelief. I was like, you're not. I wanted to see a sonogram. I was was like, you know, I'm going to go with you to the appointment, and we're going to see this. I'm going to tell you, like, you're not pregnant. That's a basketball or something under your shirt. You're not. (laughs) So we went, and she saw a heartbeat, and then that's when all hell, like, that's when reality set in. I was like, oh, I'm never going to see the day of light again, like. Because how old are you? I was 24 at the time. Okay. I'm 27 now. Okay. And she was 39, Ooh. 40. She was, one of, she was one of them. And my mom's not too far in front of her. My mom was 42 at the time. What was your mom's reaction? <laughs> my mom came in the hospital the day he was born looking for the youngest person she could find. Like, oh, so you're the... I'm like, mom, no. Laying on the bed. <gasps> oh. Um, it's Patricia from Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's how it was. I'm like, uh, and that's when I walked out. I was like, introduce yourselves. I'm, I'll be out in the hallway. Wow. I didn't come back in there for another two hours, man. I didn't want to look at my mama there. Oh my gosh, man. No. Nope. So now when I get on stage and tell jokes about that, that gets every cougar in the crowd. Like, oh my god, he, you should you should hear what I'm, what's said to me after these shows by these cougars. Like, so you like older women, huh? Okay, I can take care of you. I was like, what is, what is this? Wow. Like, no, I'm good. I learned my lesson. Y'all get pregnant. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. so you haven't? No. You didn't go back? Mm-mm. No, no. Are you cool no. with the mom? Like, I'm cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're we cool. You guys... Actually, I, I just left, like, from dropping him off at, at home. Like, I had him today. Today's my day with him. Oh, what's so, his name? Dexton. 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 Yeah, yeah. He a good boy. He a good boy. How did it change? I've heard, like, kids completely just shift your entire, like, biology. It made me more childish. Really? Because <laughs> I'm like, I want to do, I'm like, I'm going to see what happens if I do this, if I do that, like... I'm like, are you ticklish? Like he, like, he looks a lot like me, so that's creepy. Well, at least that's a good sign. Actually. Yeah, that's that's a, good, that's a very good sign. He looks like me. He acts like me. He's very like he he doesn't cry very often. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay, so you're a tough cookie. I'm gonna break you. I'm gonna break you, boy. Oh, you hit him? All no, right. I don't hit him. Yeah. No, I don't hit him. You plotting on me, boy? Huh? Major pain is here. <laughs> so I, we have fun. I take him to parks, everything. Let him play with other kids. I'm overprotective with him now. With um other kids come around them because kids are so disrespectful not all kids are raised the same took them to the park the other day my son's playing with like the little like a steering wheel some mm-hmm. kid come like takes his hand off it's like my steering wheel i'm like oh like i wanted to kick that head and i wanted to kick him in his head like yeah. i really did i was like you know what i'm not gonna do it come on let's go over here son and the kid follows us i'm like hmm, i'm trying not to fight a kid today but his mom's looking dead at him i'm like you're not gonna say nothing to him you're not like okay i'm gonna kick him in his head you he ain't gonna do nothing you kick him and then his mom's probably like, oh, you're I'll an assertive man. I'll fight her too. Oh, well, you I, liked older women, so I didn't know she got. That's a different type of fight. That's a two, Like, the, the women I sleep with, we fight horizontally. Like, I fight, yeah, her, fight, I her, ver- fight her vertically. <laughs> I fight her vertically. <laughs> That's, we, did it kind of help your comedy in a way or like your work ethic or motivation? It's, it's motivating and I got a, a bunch of new material off of it. Because yeah. before then, like, I was going to get on stage and just rag on everybody. So now I actually have material to talk about, which not really many people can relate to because they haven't been through that. Like, like nobody can say they knocked the cougar up and uh, 
their mom and the cougar is almost the same age. Yeah. And nobody else can say that. And you're actually being an active like. Father. Yeah, yeah, I'm act. Yeah, yeah, because at first, like me and her, like I mean, people go through their problems. I didn't. I wouldn't. I was pretty much absent the whole pregnancy. I showed up the day of. He was born. Word. Yeah, man. Yeah. You just playing it cool, or you just? I would like. I was still in disbelief, but I was also like slick. Like, I don't like. I was slick. Like, man, I don't want this to happen right now. Like, I I could never see myself having kids ever. Never. Oh. Never. I, I never. I was like, man, I'm gonna be just a bachelor the rest of my life. I ain't gonna have no kids because I ain't gonna have no time. I want to party. Nope. God was like, nope. Dip one off in a. Sit down. Yeah. <laughs> Learned my lesson. So, I mean, it's, it's not as bad as I thought it was, you know. It's not as bad as I thought it was. It's cool. It's actually cool. Congratulations, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. And yeah. that was probably like a year into, you started in 2012, right? 12. And then this happened, he was born in 2015. So, conceiving took part, took place late 2014, early 2015. Well, you haven't even been doing comedy that long, which is crazy of all the things you've been able to do. I know. I know. It, it feels like forever. And I don't want to be... Around here in 15 years, like, yeah, I'm a vet. Respect me. <laughs> because we got to deal with some of those people, man. We really do. Yeah, you get to work with, like, actual, like, celebrities and people. Yeah. Like, uh, egos. And um, Like, I really don't get starstruck anymore. Like, the only person that really had me, like, starstruck, and I didn't do a show with him, was Jim Carrey. Like, I froze. Mm. I froze when I saw him. I was like, oh. That's Jim Carrey. He was nice, bought his pizza, did all his impersonations. And like, what? Kids were walking up to him, like, hey, can you do the Grinch? And he do his face. I'm like, what? Jesus. Because you worked on Dumb and Dumb, Dumber. Dumb and Dumber, too. Yeah, yeah, extra. Um, This happened in Marietta Square. And then, like, um, Jeff Daniels, he got in his limo left. Um, So Jim Carrey got out of costume, walked across the street, um, thanked all of us for coming out and talked to the fans. And I got to see, sit there and Watch him do faces. Some kid came up was like, can you do the Grinch? Somebody was like, can you do Ace Ventura? He was like, already then. I was like, that is awesome. Nobody said Fire Marshal Bill. I was so mad. <laughs> I was so mad. I, was, I, I wanted to be in the back like, Fire Marshal Bill. <laughs> but it was, it, was, it was awesome, man. It was awesome. Him and um, I'm kind of used to Marlon Wayans now. Yeah, because like, you're around. Well, you were in with the Wayans, I guess, with Shantae. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm used to him now. Like, the first time I met him, I was like, <gasps> but now, like, it's normal. It's normal. Um, Sinbad, I was kind of started. Arsenio had me starstruck. Cause I'm like, yeah, you're a legend, dude, and we're from the same place, so, Ohio. Yep, he's from Cleveland. Yep. Oh man. So it's it's like meeting the hometown hero, you know, of some sorts. So that was that was awesome. But Eddie is still on my bucket list to meet. Eddie's, Eddie Eddie's Eddie's my main influence. Just his overall like overall body of work, stand body of work, stand, stand up, stand up and movie. Yep, stand yeah. up and movie like the Nutty Professors and Vampire in Brooklyn. That's never nobody's favorite movie, but Vampire in Brooklyn is one of my <laughs> <laughs> Vampire in Brooklyn is one of my favorite. I don't movies. even know what that one is. It, it, oh, you gotta watch it, man. You gotta watch it. It's, he's playing multiple characters and it's kind of mm -hmm. like a clumps, but he's a black vampire going through the streets of New York, just killing people and messing up relationships. <laughs> you gotta check it out, Vampire in Brooklyn. Trust me, John Witherspoon's in it. Uh, Angela Bastard. A couple other people. It's funny. Trust me. Okay. All right. Well, if we can trust you, let's trust let's me. get into the uh, let's get into the matter at hand here, What's Mr. Up? Ballard. What's up? So, of course, why we are gathered here today, beyond you being a hilarious comedian, is also the uh, thank you, brother. Current situation that uh, just uh, transpired, yeah. Mr. Steve Brown. Oh man, which you were there. Yeah, I I was on stage ten minutes before that happened. Everything was fine. I was like, this is a Sunday show. This is the church crowd. We're going to get in, get out. Let's go. Uh, little Melvin had other plans because um, <laughs> Steve um, was on stage. He was going into his um, I'm Steve Brown and I'm deep 
bit. So he grabbed the microphone, was about to go into it, and he was like, hey, man, what's, what's wrong? You good? That's really all he asked him. And from there, all hell broke loose. And really, like, the first five minutes of everything erupting, I'm sitting there like, this isn't happening. This is, this is, nah, it can't be. Nah, not on a Sunday. This is a church crowd. Nah, I was wrong. I was wrong. So there was, like, no security. Like, he, that was a fact. There was no security. It was one doorman slash security. He had on a church suit. I've never yeah. seen anybody <laughs> try to fight in a church suit. So that that wasn't going to happen. The people that actually helped us were the fry cooks. The people in the red shirts at the end of the video that came out, mm-hmm. those are the fry cooks. So, I mean, salute to those brothers. They they helped. They stepped up. Yeah. How did your set go that night? Set, the set went awesome. I had a great set. They um crowd loved me. And, you know, um. Of course, a lot of uh, people hit me up afterwards after they saw the video. They was like, we know you was there. Uh, like, we didn't see you punch anybody. What happened? I was like, really? That's what y'all going to do with me? Like, Yeah, where were you, where were you standing when this um, happened? When, when Steve and Duda jawing back and forth, I went and put all my stuff in the green room and came right back out. So by the time that had happened, everybody was already standing up and Duda was on stage. So I Yo. doubled back around to find an easier way to the stage because that way to the stage was crowded. So I try to find an easier way to get to the stage. I come through the crowd, and I get I get uh, like cornered by I guess two of the dudes, the people. I don't know who these people were. I get cornered. Uh-huh. They're like, "You ain't gonna jump, my dude." I'm like, "Yo, are you serious?" <laughs> so um, by that time, dude's already swinging the mic stand like a complete fucking like like he's Sammy Sosa. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> and Steve is handing his own. I was like, Steve got this. I'm like, Steve, you good? And I got this. And I'm like. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Okay. So from then, from then on, that's when the the guy's dad gets into it with the fry cooks for telling him to get out. So that erupts, and then I just see bodies flying everywhere. I'm like, this isn't happening. No, it's not so, At a comedy show. Comedy show. And Steve wanted to continue the show, and I was like, look around. Like this is not going. Like there's no show going to come after this. It's broken glass. People are in the crowd, scared. For their mm-hmm. lives, some and, injured. Yeah, some some people got injured. Um, <laughs> some lady in the crowd had a um, she she already had a broken foot. She um, her foot got injured even more when all the trampling started mm-hmm. happening. So her husband wasn't too happy after the show. But the video went viral so quick. Like uh, we were at the club in the green room. No, we were at the club in the office, and it was on the news live. I was like, how is this already that fast? Yeah, yeah. I was like, it was only four people I saw with phones out, and one of those people <laughs> went viral. I was like, this is quick. This is the quickest news I've ever seen. So there's really nothing to happen in South Carolina right now besides this. (laughs) But it it was an experience. This is my first time going on the road with Steve Brown and look what happened. Oh, that was the first show you ever did with him? Ever. I mean, I performed with him out here, like, but it wasn't like, yeah, yeah, to get up, like, give me a guest spot. Yeah, it was good. But this is my first time on the road with Steve and this happens. So, um, did uh, you notice the guy when you were on stage? Like he was fine. He, like he was, he was good. Fine. Like every, I looked. I panned around the crowd. I was like, okay, everybody's having a good time. I didn't see like you know. I had like one little heckler. It was a girl over to the side, but it really wasn't no big deal. Yeah. Like, you know. But he he was good. He wasn't he wasn't scowling at me or nothing. I mean, he had a good time. I mean, but I guess something about Steve he just didn't like. I mean, he didn't want to be talked to. It's not the fact that he didn't want to be talked about. He didn't want to be talked to. Period. It's, so he, he just asked, "Are you good, dude? Are you? Are and you? Then, hey, man, you good? You all right? And then." From then on, the John began, and then, you know, uh, like Steve always told me, he was like, man, there's nobody ever going to run me off of my, like, on, off my show. This is my show. You're not going to run me off. I'm like, but then again, you're not going to punk me, so I'm not going to back down. But Steve didn't, he didn't, he didn't initiate it. 
Steve, all he asked him was he all right. That's it. Steve didn't roast him. Not yet, that is. He Not didn't, yet. <laughs> he didn't roast Not him yet. yet. No, he didn't. <laughs> but, you know, like, uh-huh. like Steve's, he's going to put on the show whether it's, <laughs> it's him doing jokes or him showing his footwork because that's the only thing he could talk about after the car ride home. Like, he's like, man, yeah. I'm like, you all right? You need stitches? Yeah, I'm good. But you see that footwork, though? I'm like, Steve. That's what he kept talking about. Yeah, he's like, yeah, it's that Floyd Mayweather style right there. You see that? <laughs> Can't nobody touch me. And then he was so proud of that footwork. And then the funny thing is, uh, before the show, we're backstage, and he's like, man, I need to sell tickets. Like, I need something to like, to just boost me, to elevate me. I need uh-huh. something. I'm like, you spoke that into the atmosphere. Now, look what happened. So after that, I'm like, you satisfied now? He's like, let's see these views go up. So then uh-huh. <laughs> we go back to the hotel. He records a video, me sitting in the back. Um, he's explaining what happened. So I'm like, okay, he's just doing his Facebook Live. I wake up the next morning. I'm on TMZ. I'm on Wendy Williams. I'm on uh, The Real, The View. I'm on every local news station. Even people in D.C. are calling me that know me. Like, yo, you was just on the news. We saw you. I'm like, what? Then I look at my phone. It's like 800 text messages. Like, yo, we saw you. Screenshots. Like, Marlon, what you holding the stool for? I'm like, yo, look. I was holding the stool because somebody told me to. Steve told me, dude, come back in here. Chunk that bitch at him. I was like, okay. He walked out. So I sat the stool down. That's it. That's that's why I was holding the stool. Oh, that's oh, I saw one with you in the background. Looked like you're playing on your phone. There's one of you holding a stool. It was one of me holding a stool. Oh, okay. yes, it's, it's, it's like three different angles. It was one I was playing on the phone. I wasn't recording. People was like, "You recording?" I was like, "I would never record somebody getting um about to get in a fight, especially if that's my boy on stage. I'm not gonna record it. No, that'd have been messed up. And then I would have whipped my own ass for that. <laughs> but, but Steve, like, apparently he Steve had no problem with me. He was like, "Good, you stay out of this. This ain't your fight. This is mine. Like, right. my blessing, not blessing, but you know." Blessing. <laughs> After the fact, he's like, "That footwork." Yeah, that footwork. He was like, "Look at it." He was like, "Yeah," because it, it was talked about all across the country for about a week straight. The Breakfast Club. It was. It happened everywhere. So, mm-hmm. and then like two weeks later, it happened to Ricky Smiley, but not on that extent. Like somebody ran up on Ricky Smiley's show, and security got him off in two point three seconds. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it happened at uh, I'm not J Spot, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure. Oh, out in L.A. Yeah, it's in L.A. Some dude ran up on stage and started throwing up gang signs. Ricky <laughs> faded into the black, he, and, <laughs> and the security got him off in three seconds. I was like, uh-huh. damn, what was that security when we was in South Carolina? <laughs> well, how, how long did they argue for? Steve and the dude. Yeah. I tell you what, before the camera started rolling, dude was on stage about a good minute or so. So it started, he was in the audience. He was in the audience. And are then, you good, dude? Are you good? And then, and that's, then when, that's when everybody stood up. Like, like everybody at the table that he was at, like, trying to hold him back. They're trying to carry him out the door. They're trying to push him out the door. Next thing you know, I'm like, okay, he's out. Problem solved. Next thing you know, I turn around, look back. He's on stage. I'm like, he elbowed three or four people to get on this stage. Mm. He really wanted Steve. And Steve wasn't going back down. He wanted to put on the show, so I was like, Jesus, okay, Steve. But what was, like, the the timeline? Because this is, this is the gray area in the uh-huh. situation right now. Uh-huh. This is pretty much, I've interviewed a couple people about this, and this is the moment in the whole thing that there is discrepancy on mm-hmm. between you hear oh he's like are you good dude and yeah. then all of a sudden no it, 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 like, yeah, i mean it was i mean know? it was more it was i mean of course it was more like he asked dude is he good dude started jawing at him and then steve goes into comic mode like like why is always a one angry person in the crowd like you must have never talked to your guidance counselor in school like why mm-hmm. i was like uh that pissed him off even more even though dude didn't want to be talked to and then right but steve never said come fight me he never like was like come on the stage and fight me he never did that never uh-huh. no it wasn't it wasn't nothing like that dude was already mad and 
had a point to prove. He wanted to go and fight somebody that night. So, so as as he's maybe getting, I guess they're going back and forth, and then who's shuffling them out? Um, of the he, place? Was, he was at the table with a bunch of his family members, uh-huh. um, girlfriend, dad, I believe, mom, grandma, a couple cousins, I believe, and they're they're trying to shove him out the door. Also, he's getting amped up, so he's hitting like it's couples in the crowd, so he's bumping into people's wives and stuff. Yeah. And their husbands are standing up like, wait a minute, he ain't going to just bump into my wife like that. So they're getting amped up. So now they're trying to get that dude, and dude's family is trying to protect their son from getting hit. So pretty much it's a big scuffle in the crowd, which wasn't caught on camera that nobody saw. So yeah. all y'all saw was what happened on stage. It was a bunch of stuff happening in the crowd. People getting hurt, um, his family, like, trying to protect him from getting hit. Also, like, being family members, you're supposed to stick up for your, your son. So that's what happened in the crowd. That's what I was caught in. And Steve was on stage <laughs> in his own situation. So So this whole time is Steve just like like roasting him or Steve what Steve didn't roast him. No, he the um, guidance counselor. Yeah, he did I mean he did that. And then um I mean Steve like this this next one is part of Steve's set. He says this every show. Like if I said anything that offended you, I meant every goddamn word. Mm-hmm. He said that. And then that's when Oh, so you that's when everything broke loose when he said that. I'm like, this is part of his set. It's not like he initiated it. I mean, he didn't say, come fight me. He didn't yeah. say that. He didn't say none of that. No. As, no. as the dude's getting, so does his family, is his family trying to get him out? Or does yeah. like, the dude in the suit come his, over? His and family's to trying to get him out. The dude in the suit didn't, didn't walk up until he was halfway out the door. And then okay. that's when he <clears throat> knocked him out, well, knocked him down, and yeah. then ended up on stage. Then that's when the video starts, like probably 30 seconds after he gets on stage. So mm-hmm. they get on stage, stand there for a minute, and then... Dude comes at Steve. Steve start with the footwork. So dude realizes he cannot hit Steve. So he picks up the mic stand oh. and starts swinging it. I've never, I've never seen the bass fly off a mic stand. I had never that seen that far. either. That was crazy. So I'm like, this dude been working out. So um, I find out later that he was, he's been in jail before. So was he um, in jail for like nine years before that? That's what I heard. Yeah, that's what I heard. So I mean, I found that out when he took his shirt off. I'm like, yeah, that's Yo. not no LA Fitness chest. That is a whole. <laughs> That's push-ups for eight years. <laughs> that is push-ups, straight push-ups. He was tatted. I was like, yeah, he's been to jail. So people were like, you should have jumped in. I was like, look, if he was bigger in person. Like, if y'all would have saw how this dude looked, I'm like, yo, if he didn't care about Steve's life, what make you think he's going to do to me? Like, he's he going to whoop my ass. Like, he, like I'm going to get hit because I ain't as athletic as Steve. Steve worked out for this. I ain't built for this. Mm-mm. Yeah, but you had ROTC, man. Man. I- I was in ROTC for a year and a half. I quit. And it was like, you got to give orders. I'm like, so I got to yell for free? Nah. Nah, I don't do that. Mm-mm. No. So when they're trying to get this guy out, is Steve yelling at him the whole time? No, or, Steve, or no. Is, is it silence in the room? Um, the, environment? It, the the crowd is um pretty much is arguing in the crowd. Dude was like, come at me. Like, he was saying something. Like, yelling Steve, at Steve to come yeah, at him. Yeah. And, and Steve, all he did was roll up his, roll up his sleeves and just stood there. Like he can, like the stance was like I'm not backing down from this. Uh huh. Steve didn't say nothing to him prior to him dropping the microphone. I mean, after dropping the microphone, he didn't say nothing to him. This dude walking out, the crowd is like, somebody get him out of here, like stuff like that. But so at, they're getting him out of there. So Steve's not yelling at him. Anymore? No, no, Steve's not yelling at him. He's not saying nothing to him. Uh huh. So then that's when I don't know, dude just like went super saying and elbow four people and got on stage. Oh, because if I said anything that offended you, then then that's I when that's it. when that's when dude. Stood up, stood up, and then the like top. started okay. uh, started easing towards the stage, and that's when people started pushing him towards the door. Okay, so and then the video starts from him. Ooh. Yeah, so that's what happened. Like, 
Did the did the host try to come out and get Steve off the stage? The, the host was in the video at the beginning. Like he before dude got on stage, the host is the one trying to hold Steve, get him off the stage. So mm-hmm. dude comes on stage, the host throws his hands up and walks off. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why y'all saying nothing to him? Y'all don't worry about what I'm doing. Right, right, right. Like, like, like he pulled, he's trying to hold Steve back, and then dude kind of on stage, and then the host is like, forget this, I'm leaving. And he walked off stage. So when did the host come into the to the picture? When did he come onto the stage and try to stop it? After um, dude stood up out his seat, and the crowd was like, oh, oh, and that's when the host came out and. It's like, come on, Steve, let's go. Like, we was all yelling, like, like, Steve, come on. I was over there, like, Steve, let's go, let's go. Oh Steve my was like, no. gosh. And then dude, dude ends up on stage, and then dude throws his hands up. I was like, you know what? Let him fight. I was like, so now, it, now we're outnumbered. Like, this would have never happened in Atlanta for the simple fact there's always 300 comedians in the green room. Yeah. There, it was me, Steve, the host, and a guest spot, a person I invited out from Augusta. <laughs> Like, let's see, let's see how Marlon's doing. Yeah, he's the person I invited out from Augusta, and um, he went up that show. And so now, he's a white boy from Augusta named Austin Canterbury. He came out and did five minutes. So I'm like, yeah, we're going to have a good time tonight. Um, go up there, do five minutes. The show's going to be awesome. Then that happens. I'm like, man, this happens sometimes. Uh, you know, you know, this happens. And people get mad sometimes. He's like, I understand. I'm like, now nah, I feel bad for inviting people to the show. I don't. I, this doesn't happen. This has never happened. No, it, I don't know if it, this it, happens it, sometimes. This is probably like I've seen videos on YouTube of of comics like defending themselves on stage. It was one in Vegas that happened. A dude like Sparta kicked a heckler in his chest. Oh, that, I have seen that one. That, that was, was like an open mic or something. That was funny. That was funny. Yeah, that was like but, in the casino. But nothing of this extent happened ever. Like I've never seen it on YouTube or nothing. Even the one in DC where um, Flex punched a dude for approaching him on stage. Mm. But um, other than like nothing of this extent has happened, so I try my best to separate myself from the situation, like yeah, by not doing no interviews on it or nothing, because I'm like I don't want my name attached to this, because I'm pretty sure the club ain't gonna bring me or him back. I'm not sure, but I doubt they will, just for the simple fact I was there when it happened. You know, I'm a, a guilty by association, and a, a lot of people don't like the fact that I'm um that I took Steve's side. Like it's not the fact that I took his side; it's the like what's right. You know, I don't know, like, I don't know Steve from a can of paint. Like, we just work together. That's mm-hmm. it. I don't know Steve like that. So I'm just saying what's right, what happened. Like, I'm not going to lie about it just because he's my boy. It's just, I'm telling the truth, you know? Yeah. So I'm not going to stick up for you just because you're a comic and we black. Hey, hey, black history. Month. No, it, I'm telling Wakanda. you what, yeah, I'm telling you what happened. Like, you know, it's not, it's not that I'm taking up for him like that, man. Did but, he yeah. reach out to you? Like, I've, to- I've talked to Steve every, like, every other day since the incident. I haven't seen him since the incident, but I've talked to him like every other day. He's called me and checked in on me like, yo, man, what they saying out in the streets about me? I'm like, man, people going to talk. They're going to talk. That's what, that's what it's going to be. I mean, every time something happens to a comic, fight-wise, people pick sides. Mm-hmm. They always pick a side. Like when LeVar had that Mike Epps situation. Yeah. When that happened, people pick sides. People was team Mike or we team LeVar. It's always a side. I'm like, What's right is right. Like it shouldn't happen. Period. It shouldn't, mm-hmm. shouldn't happen. It's, it's people gonna pick sides. Some it's people that don't like Steve. They they're happy to have it to him. I'm like, hey, to each his own. But I have no problem with Steve. Steve is my dude. He gave me work. We good. He, he took me on the road with him. Hey. So hey, I appreciate that. It yeah. sounds like it almost boiled up. Like, cause go, going into this interview, 
it, it, the story I've heard just from doing research and even talking mm-hmm. to Steve is just, it's, hey, dude, are you okay? And then it's like flash to, oh, now we're on stage fighting each other. But it, it almost it, sounds it, it like there was a, this big back and forth and it, almost it, it, it was the back and, sleeves the, up. The back and forth wasn't long. You know, uh-huh. it, the dude was already mad. So, it did, I mean, all Steve had to do was just stand there and, and look like he was challenging to a fight. Like Steve didn't do anything. That he didn't say, come up or nothing. Dude, just... But he wasn't no, backing but, down but, either. No, he wasn't going back down. Was, no, no, no. <laughs> no, Steve wasn't going back down. Trust me, I've yelled five times. I'm like, Steve, let's go. Like, Because if that dude had a gun, a couple of us in there would have been laid out. Because you saw the video where he walked out and then came back in. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, we don't know if he went and got a gun or not. I'm not sure. So if he would have let off, a couple of us probably would, wouldn't be sitting anywhere talking. <sighs> Because there was no, like I said, there was no, I mean, if there was security, he wouldn't have came back in. So that, that right there tells you there was no security. Yeah, and the fact that the fry cooks come up too. And, uh, and when I, they was like, go get the fry cooks. I was like, because literally, like, this was a Sunday show. I guess they didn't expect it to be packed. They only had the female servers there. Like, the rest of the weekend, it was male servers. Like, they looked like they knew how to fight. Mm-hmm. Big dudes. So Sunday comes, all female servers, females in the uh, lobby. At working the counter, um, the only males on the staff were the host, me, Steve, and the fry cooks, and the manager, Peter. That's it. And then the dude in the suit, the him, the yeah. guy who was, I guess, not quite security, but yeah, for the he, security for the evening. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's it. And I went. Um, they was like, "Go get the fry cooks." So somebody went and got the fry cooks, and um, they was like, "What's the problem?" I'm like, "Yo." We need help. It's like, you know what? I hate this job. Anyway, let's fight. Is that I'm what like, he said? One of them was like, "I hate this job." Anyway, let's fight. <laughs> I was like, wow, so y'all the most thuggish people ever. <laughs> so I'm like, wow, okay, cool. They were, they were, they were ready to throw down. It was like, we, we ain't scared to lose a job. Like, we've we been back there for years. Like, we'll we whoop anybody ass. <laughs> they were some of the coolest fry cooks I ever met. They were cool. It's not bold. Man. It was like, yo, if we hate this job anyway, let's go. Let's, I'm like, what about the food? It's, it'll burn. It, it'll stop frying in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. So they, um, they came out to help and defused the situation for the most part until dad wanted to fight one of them too. So it was just um, bad energy that whole, that whole day. I mean, the rest of the weekend was fine. Oh, that Sunday show will creep fine. on you, man. And um, I think Brandon T called me because um, uh-huh. he – he has like feelings about that club also. So. It's the Comedy House. Comedy is this house. like an urban club? I've never yes. worked there. Yes, it's an urban okay. club. Is he? He has feelings about this club. So uh, he didn't know I was there. He called me. It was like, "Hey man, you see them wild ass animals at the Comedy House?" I'm oh like, my god! I'm like, I'm like, I was there. He was like, "Oh, you were? God bless you, brother. What happened?" I'm like, "No, you ain't gonna call me no wild ass animal." And then savages. And then fly past that. He was like, "Man, there's bad energy in that club, man. I told you." I was like, "Well." I had to go make some money. I ain't famous like you, so. This is Brandon T. Jackson, right? Mm-hmm. Who you were? You open up for like all over the country, right? Yep, yep. He, yeah, he, yeah, he. That, that club, he said the club did some, some business with him that he really wasn't feeling. So I mean, he don't like him anyway. So I can put this out. It's, it's very well known. So, yeah, that's what happened. So he, he did something to with his business that like, didn't pay I mean, him. The, um, it, it wasn't the fact that it didn't pay him. It's uh, the vibe. Like a similar vibe happened while he was there. This is years ago. A similar vibe happened when he was there that happened to us that Sunday when nobody's trying to fight him. It's just mm-hmm. like bad vibes, like unprofessionalism from what he tells me. So, and he wasn't the only one. There's a number of comics that like had bad blood with that club. Oh, and, really? Yeah. Just over some business? Or? Um, the, um, unprof- like 
being treated the way they were treated. Huh. Yeah, so it's a, it's a, a couple other ones. I ain't gonna put their names. Out. I don't know if they want that out there. Right. But, yeah. But I but I know exactly who. But it's just they said bad business, bad vibes, um, money, you know, stuff like that. So I mean, they pay me all the money that they uh, owe me, so I have no problem with them. But they did dock Steve, from what he tells me. They did dock Steve's pay for people walking out on the tabs um, for, during the fight. Right. Like they're supposed to sit there and watch the fight. <laughs> like, hey, it's a fight. Let's eat. No, people left. They were scared for their lives, man. So, oh, it was it was almost like a stampede. Like people um, were rushing out. Not not rushing out, but like people were like creeping out. Like every time, like every swing he did with that mic stand, like two people walked out. I was like, damn, oh. he got a two swing minimum walking out the front door. So that, that's that's what happened. But it was like people that just stayed and just recorded. And it was like, yo, we'll help y'all. So. Yeah, and it, Steve still sold DVDs after this show. <laughs> he still sold merch. They're, um, the police are talking to him. They're putting band-aids on him, like wrapping his arm up. He's like, yeah, I got DVDs. And people are like, yeah, I got people coming up with 20s. Like, hey, yeah, we got some money for you, Steve. Here we go. And he sold all his DVDs, all his T-shirts. He sold them after the show. And it's like, we support what? you, Steve. And I'm like, wow. So he did it. He sold DVDs after the show. <laughs> he's getting wrapped up. Yeah, he's getting wrapped he has up. He's a huge gash in his and arm. And the police are trying to talk to him. He's like slick, ignoring the cops. They're like, so what happened? He's like, hold on. DVDs, y'all. DVDs um, <laughs> over here. Y'all want some DVDs? And they, they, people are lining up to get DVDs. Like, even people like that left and came back. It was like, we, we enjoyed the show. But, like, can we get a DVD? And, you know, I, I helped them. I was like, okay, I'll help you and sell your DVDs. No. I didn't have any, but. Where, where where were the cops during this? This is cops, after. This is after, like after everything happened, cops showed up, mm. and they that club has cameras all around the whole building, like inside everything. So they're rewinding exactly where everything happened, and we're in the in the in the office watching the footage and seeing where everything happened. So the cops took down a report, and then I'm getting hit on Facebook like video, like I'm like damn, the video's already live, so. That's what happened. <laughs> As you're watching it on security, it's like yeah. going viral? Yes, yes. Whoa. By the time we was watching it on the security camera, it already had about, I want to say, 12,000 12, views already <laughs> in 30 minutes. <laughs> All the person did was put, look what just happened at the Columbia House in South Carolina. And then next thing you know, Steve Brown is viral. He's viral. For <laughs> <laughs> fighting on stage. Yes. <laughs> So what's what's the big discrepancy now? Like whose fault it is? Um, it's it's about uh, pretty much the biggest one is like where was security? You watch every video, it's comments. Where the hell was security? And that right there tells every comedy club in the nation, like even the ones I performed at the improvs, like anybody can run their ass on that stage, even if you sit in the front row. Dio Hughley or somebody Chappelle can be on stage. You can run your ass up on stage yeah. like, in a good five seconds and be on the stage until somebody comes to get you off. Yep. There's it, no security. It's, there's none. So, I mean, there, so the clubs do have security, but, like, they're not going to sit right there by the stage. Like They're usually in the back. Yeah, like, Marlon can, Marlon Wayans can be standing right here and then, like, a crazy fan, hey, Marlon, like, and grab him. Like, they can come up there and stab him, hug him, do something. They can do anything in, in a matter of seconds. So that right there needs to tell them they need to beef up the security because we're not safe. And that's at all comedy shows too. All comedy like, shows. Like there's not like security just by the stage. Yeah, even places we, me and you performed at, like even the hole in the wall spots. There's, there's, there's none. Uh, I mean, there's there's barely a microphone at those spots. Yeah. There's none. So <laughs> I'm like, uh, we're not safe. Like I, I could have been punched in my face a couple times and I would just have to put a Band-Aid on and walk that shit off, you know? Did but, the security try to come over and like kind of 
quell the situation before it amped up to what it was? I be- no, because pretty much everything happened so quick. Like there, like there was no warning. Everything just, just it was. Like that. It, it, it sure it was like a flash. Like you're almost a, in like the twilight. Like because usually you have a heckler or somebody in the crowd. Like somebody comes say something. Like please keep it down. If one more exactly. time. Exactly. One more time we'll kick you out. It, right. what, there, that wasn't like everything happened so fast. There was no warning. Like dude came and tried to defuse the situation. The security guy, he came and tried to. So he, he did come over to Steve. He came, and the he guy. came and then, then oh. that, and then that's when then the that's plot when, thickens. Yeah, then that's when Steve's like, "If I say anything to offend you, I mean everywhere." And then that when he stands up, oh. that's when the security guy and then the family's trying to push him out the front door too, because I guess they know how crazy he is. So they're Yo, trying to push him yeah. out. <laughs> and then security guy, he got el- he got elbowed like either in his neck or right here. He had a, he had a mark right here where he Dang. got. Where he got hit, so I'm like, Jesus, he was kind of dazed, but still, according to Steve, Steve had a better view of it. He was like, a security dude got knocked down and then pulled up a chair and watched the rest of the fight. Mm-hmm. I was like, he did. He was like, yeah, he was like, yeah, hit him in his face. I'm yeah. like, he was like that, <laughs> throwing money out yeah, there. Yeah, he was like, hit him fight. in his face. I'm like, wow, he did that. I was, I was on the other side of the club. I didn't, right? I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what was happening. So I'm like, wow. But uh, yeah, oh, touring with Steve Brown for the first Ooh, time that happened. That's your first. I love this is your first experience with Steve Brown, like then, on the road. Then here go Brandon. Yeah, this never happened at Brandon T shows. I'm like, shut up! You're not helping the situation. He dude. said that to you. Yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah, this never happens at Brandon T shows because <laughs> all the people at my shows are religious. I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, religious people fight too. I bet everybody in that club that night was Christian, or so they say. So, they will after that, I guess. They're going to church after that on Sunday. I want to know because they didn't catch that dude until like this happened on Sunday. I don't think they caught him until like that Wednesday or Thursday. So he went on the run. He, I don't think he ran. I, don't, I think they just had to go look for him. Like they, uh-huh. they knew who he was. Like looking at the camera, the cops was like, "Oh, you know who that is." I'm like, "So y'all know who that is?" They was like, "Yeah, we, he just got out." I'm like, "Wow, Dang. wow." So he's well known <laughs> now. <laughs> now, like he's known as the guy that ran up on stage and almost ended Steve Steve Brown's. Uh, Life, because you get hit with that mic stand one good time or that stool, it's over, dude. When That's he a knockout, when he threw the mic stand and it fell off, what was interesting when you hear the crowd because the crowd's like buzzing almost, and then when and that thing flies off, remember it goes. Oh. And, and this is a, a, a spaced out room, and that wall was like way over there. So when he swung that and it hit the wall and bounced off, I'm like. It was some power to that swing. I'm like, wow. He, and that's people are like, this is real now. Like, I like, I kind of wanted to see what he did at like an outdoor adventure park with like <laughs> one of those batting cages. I wanted to see how well he was with that. I'm like, nobody has all this power within the mic stand. And then I went and did a show the week after, and like, I'm on stage. People like don't know what I'm doing. I'm like lifting up the mic stand, like, just to damn, feel how heavy it is. I'm like, damn, he was strong. Like, and I'm, like, I'm not even trying to do jokes. I'm like, damn, he's strong. They're like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> So what y'all want to talk about? And then like I had to like stop going on stages for like a good week or so from people keep people from asking me about it because they know I was with them because I was putting up flyers all like every day like yeah I'm me and Steve Brown South Carolina my first time in South Carolina doing uh-huh. a show in Columbia and this happens I had I had friends in the crowd which was embarrassing oh my gosh high school friends that haven't seen me since high school so and they're like oh Marlon's doing comedy let's go they, see Marlon do they, comedy they're like whoa and then this happens I'm like please um. I'll invite y'all to another show. I promise this won't happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're yeah. like, it's it's okay, but we're scared. Like, I'm going. Like, this is my last one for a while. But I got some new fans from the show, which keep in touch with me, send me everything that um happened at night. I got a lot of footage of myself. Somebody got a picture of me holding the stool. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was like, y'all better not Jordan meme me or nothing. Like, cause, oh, the Jordan meme. Cause I'm crying like, Jordan. Y'all not gonna hit me with my own medicine. Yeah. You're not gonna do that. So, um, what has been the aftermath? Um, really, um, I think I've been working fine. Um, Steve, he really been like in like laying low. I don't know if they, I don't know if they've blackballed him or not. I'm not sure, but. He he's really been laying low. I'm like Steve ain't gonna turn out no money or nothing. I know that for a fact. But just I think work slowed up a little bit for him because places are worried about like that happening again. Yeah, especially if he's like rolling up his sleeves and not yeah. backing down. Yeah, they're worried about that happening again. Nobody wants this to happen at their establishment because they don't want to deal with that bad press. Comedy has had to deal with a lot of bad press. They're still dealing with a lot of I'm bad. Sure. Press. Yeah. So um, I heard about um. The after like the people that came after us, the bruh man, my cousin, bruh man from yeah, the fifth floor. From the fifth floor. I've worked he, with him. he went there two weeks ago, and somebody in the crowd was like, "Yo, bruh man had the funniest material about what happened here." <laughs> really? They said he went on stage and he looked at the stool like, "Man, we need to rub this shit like it's the Apollo every time we come out." Man. <laughs> it's the Apollo Wood right here, Steve Brown. I'm praying for you, brother. I'm like, that is so funny. That is so funny. Hey, isn't, I mean everything. It died down a lot, but I mean, it's still in people's minds because people still talk about it. Because it's also still like unknown. That yep, yep. Because um, I still work a regular job, so I work for, I work for Cobb County. Uh-huh. I ain't gonna say exactly where, but um, it's a bunch of TVs where I work at. Like I got to deal with uh, <laughs> no. I, I, I handle mail, so it's a bunch of TVs where I'm at. It's, everybody at the job knows me. They some of them know I do comedy, some of them don't. So I walk in the um, break room. Big TV, Wendy Williams comes on, like, oh, my God, did you hear what happened about that fight in South Carolina? Here's uh, Steve Brown explaining it. It's the video with me in the back. I'm like, yeah. oh. Some lady looked at me and was like, oh, you, no. I, I knew it. I was like, oh. I walked out so fast. I'm like, I'm not about to talk about this. Did I'm they like, even know you did comedy? They do now. <laughs> I was gonna, yeah, that's the worst at a workplace when they don't know you do comedy and then they <laughs> find out. It's, an, it's annoying because be, they be trying to give me material all the time. Yep. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to do this. Like I yeah. bomb already enough. Like I don't need your material to help me bomb more. <laughs> so I don't want your. I don't want your material, man. Keep it. Keep it. Have people been reaching out to you, like trying to get on the record what happened? Um, they, it slowed up because they knew I wasn't gonna say much. You know, so you're just like. Giving people the cold shoulder. I, I know. I, I, I give you. I give them the story that everybody else knew. Like what, what was obvious. I give them that story. But like, mm-hmm. I didn't want to go too much into detail because I didn't know what Steve plans to do. I didn't want to give away what he like was planning to do, whether he was gonna sue or not. I didn't want to give that away because right. I, because I don't know what his plans are. He didn't tell me into in depth what he was gonna do. So I don't want to give that away because if I tell everybody, yo, he gonna sue, then that's gonna get around and the club's gonna be like, oh, he's gonna sue. We're gonna counter sue him. Right. So I didn't want that to happen. I didn't want to ruin none of his plans. So I just gave him the story. Whatever happened in the video, I'm like, that's what happened. Hey, I'm not going to go into detail what happened. So what, what I know, that's what y'all know. So, well, now we know. Yeah, now, now, now you know. know. You, you know. You know. <laughs> you know. So um, pretty much we um, after Man. that happened, we went to the hospital. We was in the hospital all night um, getting him stitched up. And I was like, has anybody called you? Like, I was in the car when most of the comics called him uh, who called him? I'm, I remember Lav Love calling him. I remember Ronnie Jordan calling. Mm. Tyler does. And they all, especially Ronnie Jordan, uh, Steve was like, yeah, I'm in the car with Marlon now. Ronnie was like, oh, Marlon in the car? Marlon, where the fuck was you at? I'm like, really, Ronnie? Like, <laughs> he's like, nah, you supposed to throw a chair or something? I'm like, this I'm like, hang up on him. Hang up on him. And then Tyler calls. Uh, Marlon in the car? Marlon, hey, you ain't never going on the road with me. You don't do nothing with this. <laughs> I'm like, hang up on him too. Hang up on him. So I'm like, man, y'all ain't about to do this to me, man. Uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> but, but trust me, like, if Steve needed help, 
I would have ran in there. But Steve had everything under control. He he told me himself to stay out of this. I'm like, okay, but I ain't gonna let you get jumped either. So if that would have happened, and then yeah, I would have went in there and took a couple of hits for him, just just for off strength. Yeah, it's, it sounded like people tried to help. It's to we, some degree. We were so, trying. We were trying to get him off stage because we didn't. We didn't. We didn't want no no punches thrown. We didn't want nobody getting hurt. So we tried to get him off stage and get dude out the door. But he wanted Steve bad. He wanted. He wanted a piece of Steve. So. And it's not. I guess yeah. And Steve wanted to give it to him. Yeah, and Steve. Steve. Uh, he was talking trash to him. Uh, while dude was swinging on him because the dude like he, obviously he can't hit Steve. So Steve's like. What you gonna throw next? Like you, you can't hit me. You gonna throw a ketchup bottle? You, wow! <laughs> he was just swinging at him at first. Yeah, he, he's swinging, and then that's when he picks on the mic stand. He's he, like, he still can't hit him. Mm-hmm. Then he like the only thing he really hit Steve was the stool when he drew threw it at him. Right. And um, when he threw the microphone microphone stand pole, that's what cut Steve when he threw it at him. Oh, okay. So he didn't. So him swinging didn't cut Steve when he just threw it at him. It cut Steve right here because Steve was dodging like that. Yeah. So that's that's the only thing that touched Steve. He didn't himself. He didn't touch Steve himself. No, he didn't. But he first ran up and was just swinging with fists. Sw- swinging. Yep. And Steve was just like Steve's bobbing. dodging. Yeah. Steve. Steve, Steve is boxing. dodging. Now think about it. If anybody was on stage, like Steve, probably we got a hit because you were in his way of moving freely. So that's why oh, at that moment. Yeah. yeah. So while he's moving around, if anybody else was on that stage, somebody would have got hit, including Steve, because there's no way there's no way for you to run when there's a bunch of people on that stage. Yeah. So so pretty much he you see what he can do with an open space. Yeah. Did he, did Steve swing at all? No. No, he didn't. No. Now that I think about it, he didn't. Steve was pretty much his his strategy was I'm gonna get you tired and then I'm gonna whoop your ass. So, no, Steve, didn't, he wasn't to the point of swinging yet. Dude was tiring out, and then when dude realized he was getting tired and Steve was going to whoop his ass, that's when he left. <laughs> that's when he left. So, smart smart on his part, I mean. Just let him, yeah, wear himself out. Because if if dude got wore out, then, yeah, I think Steve would have went for the – he would have went for him and um, took him out. Because at one point in the video, you can see Steve is, like, trying to go and grab his legs and take him down, but, like, he missed the opportunity. So, that's when he just kept – Dodging the hits, but at one point in the video, Steve was about to go in and grab him, but never got that. Never got the fry that. cooks. The fry cooks Slash came out. Security. <laughs> it was a, it was a headache, man. So now everywhere I go, like I'm like, please, I hope they have security here, please. Like I'm I'm real like aware now. I'm like anything can happen. Let's make the best out of this. I don't really mess with the crowd like that no more, really. Oh, you don't even go. Yeah, it's. It's a oh. dangerous game. I, yeah, it, it, it is. Cause, um, like, it's still people that don't know I was there. So, like, people go on stage like, yeah, uh, I ain't going to talk about the crowd because, you know, you saw what happened in South Carolina. And I'm in the crowd like, oh, God, please don't do too much material on this. Mm-hmm. And then there's always that one person in there, another comic, like, <laughs> Marlon was there. I'm like, why would you tell people that? Like, Front row seat. And now I got to tell the story. So, yeah, that, that's that's pretty much what happens, Yeah. I'm trying to stay positive and go on about my life, but me and Steve will be teaming back up again for some more shows. I mean, we're not done, but this is not about to be a WrestleMania tour or nothing like this. WrestleMania is, tour. It's not because <laughs> um, a, a, a lot of people hit me up after that about booking me and Steve. I'm like, like, well, like, what are y'all expecting to get out of this? Y'all trying to like actually have a comedy show? Or y'all trying to just like live off this buzz and sell tickets? Yeah. Because I'm like, I don't think. That would have been a good idea, like right off bat, because like that was still fresh off of what happened, and I said from day one, people are going to get the urge to run their ass on stage 
from watching that situation because they saw how easy it was. They don't see it. Yeah, it's like possible now. Yeah, you can you see how easy it was. Like I said, it happened to Ricky and it happened a couple of other times. Like it is like people know they can run on stage now, and that's that's not something that we want to have. That's that like regular. Like we don't want have, we don't want that to happen regularly. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, we need to beef up security because um, I think Lunell said something about it. She was like, see, that shows right there that we're not safe. Like, because that could have happened to me. And also, this is not the first time I've seen Steve piss somebody off in the crowd. Oh, yeah? Um, when I first met Steve, first show I ever did with Steve was at Chef Rob's. Um, uh, so, Sandy Springs. Yeah, I've been there. Some girl was in there not paying attention to the show. She was just talking over everybody. Mm-hmm. Steve said something to her. It's like, can you please stop like interrupting the show? Cause you talking loudest. You talking loudest. Hell, lady. Yeah. She gets mad. <laughs> Steve keeps like they keep going back and forth. She approaches the stage. <laughs> Steve sits down with his microphone. Like, oh, so you gonna hit me? She goes in. <laughs> she goes in. Somebody catches her hand. What? I'm like, <laughs> what? So when so when the South Carolina incident happened, I thought about that. I was like, you know what? This was, this ain't the first time. There's a there's a couple other people that seen that happen also like before to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just Steve is good, but like I guess like the tone of, not not the tone of his voice, but like he's so good, like you kind of get offended. Like it's it's a couple of people out here that like they roast, but like after a while you want to fight them. Like, like like come on, like chill out. Like like your voice, you already got that, and you're too good. Like like it's no way I'm gonna come back and win with you. So. My only best is to fight you. Like I gotta fight you after this. So especially if only one side has like the microphone. Exactly. So like I don't have a microphone. So guess what? This will be my microphone. I'm gonna punch you and make you go viral. And she tried to attack Steve that night. I, I used to, I I had a picture of it on my old phone. It got my old phone had blacked out. I couldn't get none of the pictures off it. But I I remember taking the picture of him sitting like that and her coming on stage angry as hell. So I'm oh, like, you had a picture of it. I had a picture of it. Oh man, <laughs> I had a picture. Of it. I'm and Lavar calls me. He Lavar Walker is like, why are you always everywhere? Every time a fight breaks out, you was there when I got my ass whooped. Now you there with Steve Brown about to get beat up. Now you, and I have been. I've seen a lot. I was there the night Lavar got got jumped at Uptown. Oh yeah, oh my gaps. Me and Lavar had the same thing on that night. Black hat, black shirt, black pants. Oh. So um, I'm standing on the wall at Uptown. A, a, a big dude comes up to me like, "Yo, you Lavar?" I'm like, "No." So he backs up and like takes a look at me. I'm like, "No, it's not him." And then he walks outside. I'm like, "Huh?" And then I'm like, "Wait, Lavar's here. Skull Bubbles here." And they said, they said, Mike Epps is out back. And I remember the week prior, LeVar told us about the situation with him and Mike. So I'm like, wait a minute. So 10 minutes later, I see somebody open the back door. I see police lights. I'm like, damn, they got him. <laughs> they got him. <laughs> so I come outside. LeVar's laying on the concrete with his hand behind his head with his legs crossed. Like, can somebody bring me a tissue, please? <laughs> I'm like, what happened? It did. <laughs> He's like, yo, they got me. I, I'm going to be on the news. Don't worry. You're going to see me. I'm like, all right, LeVar. Next thing you know, I go home, 10 o'clock. Guess who's on the news? LeVar Walker. He was laying like by, was it a Ferrari? Was it Mike's Ferrari? The, um, he, No, Mike's Ferrari was gone by the time everybody oh, came okay. out. But like, it was just LeVar and Bo Michaelic outside. That's okay. it. And a, and a crowd of people mm-hmm. in an ambulance. So <laughs> and LeVar was on the news that night. Yeah, that whole and, thing was him like doing a Mike Epps impression with powder on his yep. nose, and and he did Kevin too, but Mike took it to heart because nobody takes a crackhead joke to heart when you really, 
I guess, when you really do it allegedly, you know. I'm just saying allegedly, Mike. Oh, don't come after Marlon now, yeah. It's, I mean, LeVar do call me his stunt devil, so I guess it'll be like fighting him again. Dude, you are all the, you are always there. I try not like. to be. I, I try not to be there, but you know, I just want to come out, hit a stage, and all hell breaks loose, and guess what? I'm there. So I guess I am the bad luck guru, so that's why when people call me and ask me all the time, like Hollywood Tuck just hit me up, like, where you at tonight? So I'm pretty sure wherever I go, it's going to be all hell breaking loose. People, oh, I'm not going wherever you're going then. I'm glad the if door's you, locked. If you want to see a show, you better, you better come where I'm at. That's you, true. <laughs> I may actually go. We may need to do that. Yeah. Hey, we, we're, we're safe. We're safe. Trust me. We're safe. I'm, but trust me, like all, my, all the shows I've done like since then have been good. No altercations, no nothing. You, trust me. But is it everywhere you go, somebody is going to say something about it now? No, it, it, I, I let it die out. I'm glad it's it did. Out, yeah. I, I'm glad. I'm glad it did because it was memes, videos that whole week of. I'm like, yo, I'm not. I'm not gonna repost any of this. I, I didn't. I don't remember. Rep- I, I remember posting the original video, so people like wouldn't ask me like, hey, what happened? I'm like, just watch the video. What you see there, that's what happened. Leave me alone. But I didn't. Wrote, mm-hmm. I didn't repost no memes. People remixed the video, sent it to me. Like, yo, post this. I'm like, I'm not posting this. Like, that's me keeping it going. Like, Steve, he can talk about this. Let him because it actually right. he got hurt. Let him talk about it. this. is his moment. I don't want this to be my moment. I don't want you to Google my name and then comes up Marlon Brown or Steve Brown. I don't want that to come up, man. I don't want that. Mm-mm. So it, either way, it's on YouTube forever. It's gonna be on YouTube forever. Yeah. And, and so will this. And funny thing was um, comedy hype. Uh, Ti commented on a video. It was like <laughs> you should have wrapped him up in the in the uh, in the curtains and just let him swing his way out of that get tired i was like damn ti saw this i'm like where, on it. I'm like, where is this going like lord jesus like nothing else like i've been a part of is going viral except for like other people so thanks to steve like i got like probably 400 new followers just off, based on being there off the shade room and this is my third this was my second or third time on the shade room in like six months because uh <laughs> i had a uh, twitter beef with bow wow yeah. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> that sounds like a rap song. Had a Twitter, Twitter beef with about it ended up on the shade room because um, huh. remember when Bow Wow said he um started on death row, which is it's true he was on death row, but he didn't drop no albums, so he photoshopped his face onto the death row picture, the legendary one with Tupac and Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. He photoshopped it on there, so I took the liberty into my hands and photoshopping him and everything else like. Pop wise, like I put him on the girlfriend's. Uh, uh, oh yeah, the girlfriend's. I put his face on there. I put his face on uh, seventh, uh, seventh heaven. <laughs> I put his face uh, uh, on NWA. Like you started here. Like <laughs> I, I started doing that. So he gets mad, and um, Brandon T takes up for me, and then him and Bow Wow started going at it. I was like, oh man. So people hit me up like, you the reason why we're not gonna get a road bounce too. I was like, we don't need a road bounce too. First of all. <laughs> Like, we're not going to get a lottery ticket. I was like, the first lottery ticket wasn't supposed to happen. So how are you going to blame me for a second lottery ticket not happening? I only uh, know these movies by name. I didn't even know people saw them. Robot lottery ticket. Like, lottery ticket gets played on BET more than Baby Boy. Like, so, oh, in okay. some In some instances. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's just like him and Brandon T and Bow Wow seem like they're best friends because they did two movies together. Yeah. And they always get played. So that's why. I, but really, reality is just work. Like, they don't call each other every day. They don't, they don't do none of that. So, I mean... That's what happened. Yeah, ran in the Bible. I don't know if they're they've made up since then, but I don't feel responsible for it. It was just I don't know. Now, okay, so you're, there's problems on shows and then online as well, is what we're saying. Exactly. Marlon is 
Yeah, yeah. Man. <laughs> hey, trust me, I had nothing to do with it. I'm like, I'm gonna like I always heckle Bow Wow. It's funny. But he sets himself up for it. But I'm like nobody's safe. Like like when you first met me, I was going in on Drake relentlessly. Every every day I was going in on Drake. And then it went from Drake to Chris Bosch. And then it went from Chris Bosch to, hmm. to Bow Wow. And then I'm start Jordan memeing people. I mean nobody's safe, but it's just so nobody's easy. Safe. It's so easy to get Bow Wow. It's it's funny. <laughs> It's, it's funny. It's, it's just like everything that happens to him is hilarious. It's God's plan. You got to talk about it. You, you have to. Like, and we're from the same state. So people, like, every time, it was the reason why I go in on, on him all the time is me and Bob are from the same state. We're both from Ohio. So every time he does something, people know I'm from Ohio. And they're like, they come up to me, like, yo, what's up with your boy? Like, that's what y'all do up there? I'm like, wait a minute. That's mm-hmm. him. Like, leave me out of that. So that's why I was like, you know what? Let me start going on on him to get him. Like in his right mind, because he's making all of us look bad. Like you, you can't be doing all this stuff. Like private jets, you don't have a private jet. Oh, and he did the bow. It turned to the, the bow wow challenge. challenge. The bow wow challenge. Took a picture in front of a private jet, and then got caught up in like. <laughs> he coach. was on Southwest. On Southwest, <laughs> somebody took a picture. of Somebody him. was sitting behind him. He was he was writing the caption on the picture. Like bow wow sitting behind me, talking about he on a private jet, and they put the picture out. It ended up on the shave room, and then he got <sighs> mad. It was like, I I, I really do. It's just. Some, some things happen. I just had to get somewhere quickly. I was like, oh, no, you said you was man. on this plane right yep. here. And that turned into the Bow Wow Challenge, you know? So do you, do you heckle these people hoping to go viral? No. No, just for fun. I mean, I have fun on Facebook. When I'm bored, I get on Facebook and just go in. When I have something to do, I'm barely on Facebook. So, like, this weekend, I'm in Detroit, the punchline, plug, with um, Brandon T. I'm probably not going to be on social media that much because I'll be busy. Like, when I go out of town yeah. and I get in these hotels, they feel like, my new house now. So I'm in there jumping on the beds, watching mm-hmm. HBO. I don't have HBO at home. So <laughs> I'm using their lotions, asking for more, uh, getting room service. So I'm I'm living it up. And then when I got to go back to work that Monday, I'm back. Hey, guys, miss me? Like, I missed you. Right. So, yeah, you're on tour with Brandon T. Jackson and then going back to the mailroom. Yeah. The week. Yeah, and they know what I do. So I'm depressed, like, from that, from that I'm Monday. Depressed. <laughs> like, when I come back that Monday through Wednesday, I'm depressed. Like, they're like, you, you okay? Nah, I got a taste of the, uh, the life I wanted, and I got to come back and see you. How do you think I feel? It's like, I was just in a hotel and then sold out shows. A hotel, a hotel with a bedroom in it. Like, I've never had that oh, ever. Like a suite. Like, yeah, I'm like, you got a table in it, got a microwave. I'm like, I always wanted this microwave, so I'm I'm yeah. living it up. And then I got to come back to my shitty one-bedroom in the hood. <laughs> in the hood where I can hear everybody's conversation. I'm pretty sure they can hear mine. Like, I got to move, man. I got to move to something better. Maybe move in with the baby mama. No. They already think me like I don't know why they think like they assume like people that have kids together and break up they assume that they're always gonna have sex forever. No, we're not. That'll that'll fuel those rumors that we're together. And I, I don't need I don't need rumors right now. Well, this whole Steve thing has been a rumor, so I do appreciate you kind of clearing it up and giving the actual maybe the fine print behind all yeah the, yeah the static. So now we can. Probably laid the rest. I doubt he will, because um, if I was him, I would tore off of it. Like people know you now. Like you, you, yeah. you got an extra like ten, fifteen thousand followers off of this. Use it. Yeah. Hey, you said you wanted to go viral. You got it. <laughs> oh, he said he wanted to go viral. No, like he, like he was like that's that's what we got to do now because um, yeah. Like you wanna you wanna sell tickets. Like you are gonna have to do something to go viral. You got to do something on Instagram. Do something to make you n- notice. You know, because um. Ever since that happened, well, even before, like only with us, like that do the urban crowds or, or urban comics, like they only 
want followers. Like they, it, it's all about followers to us on this side. Cause I go to the black clubs. How many followers you got? I give you all night. You tell me how many followers you got. Can you bring a crowd? Can you bring a crowd? Mm-hmm. Versus me going over to the skull of the punchline. They don't give a damn. But I'll never hear the the mainstream side talking about followers. Cause those clubs, they want the funny. Like if you funny, we gonna mess with you. Like we gonna just just do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Follow the rules. Um, be professional. We're gonna book you. Versus going. Hey, how many followers you got? Like that's that's only with us. That 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 only happens with us. And I don't like that, but hey. Isn't that even how Brandon T started touring? Was just he he could sell them out. And that was before he even had much stand up. Um pretty much like when these actors like uh, but he was working consistently from Roll Bounce all the way to Tropic Thunder and, and even after that, the Percy Jackson movie. So he was working all through that and doing movies. So I applaud him for that because that's a lot of work. Now, um, the other actors that pretty much, like, when the movies dry up, they go on tour. Like, mm. the, um, like, like Screech and uh, yeah. uh, Chris Kattan, John Lovitz. Like, the, um, when they stop doing movies and go on break, they go on the road. That's easy money. Like, their name can sell tickets. And that's, they ain't got to wait months for a check. I mean, they can just get a check over the weekend. You yeah, know? even social media comedians, too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They, they give a lot of money. I, I I aspire to be one of that one day, but I, but like with that is I don't want to be just a social media comedian. I want to be funny on like on stage and yeah. everywhere else. The money is nice because they're they're going. What's smart for them is get the money right now while you're still hot. Save up and create create more in the mm-hmm. future. Because um, spoken reasons to me like he was the first. Wasn't he like one of the first uh really like viral comedians that was on the internet wasn't spoken reasons yeah i mean i know who he is I, i've had him on here actually was it wasn't, wasn't what i think he was like one of because he was youtube like this yeah, is, this was, was before instagram like yeah this yeah he so was like YouTube. he was he was still like viral on on the internet like before like most of this stuff like came afloat him glozell and all of them like and then that's when instagram came in and that's when we got the canes and the dcs and um, it was a couple people that was out before that. Just hilarious. Her too. Yeah, it was just making videos, and I I attempted that, but I had a life to live. I couldn't. It's have a, work, dude. There's no way like people I, can say what they want about Instagram. People that is it, that's a full time job to generate that. In 2012, I um attempted to jumpstart a YouTube page of me just doing funny videos and whatnot. I got tired of it after a while. I was like, man, it just. Yeah, it's work. I'm like, I gotta wake work. up. I gotta go to work, and then I gotta have a camera in my face all day. I'm like, I don't. I'm not that interesting. My life ain't that interesting to be doing that. Now, fly, he can do that because he get on there roast people. He, like his his life is interesting. Mine ain't that interesting. I can't do that every day because I I wouldn't have no followers if I kept doing that. But I mean, you never know if you actually stick with it. Like people, that's, that's that consistency true. is really what's key to generating. They, yeah, they're very consistent. To me, I like me. I'm. I gotta see results. Like I'm, yeah. I'm the type of person that go to the gym, lift one weight. I'm like, I ain't got no muscles. I ain't coming back <laughs> right. for six months. I'll come try it again, see if I get a vein or something pop out of my arm. I'm right. that. I want to see results right now. I, and that's that kind of like has hurt me, but I, I learned. So I learned to stick with something until like I see a result. Like I'm more patient than I was back then. Mm-hmm. So would I try it again? Maybe. I mean, I would have to actually sit down and think about what I'm going to talk about and, like, not bore people. I don't want it to be the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. 
And then you have to like tour around and doing that same thing over and yeah, over. And yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like Lavar with the Ti joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to shake it. And if you're if you're a comedian with like a hashtag, you know, or a catchphrase, or, they're gonna want you to do that. Yeah, shucky ducky quack quack. Like, like a he, character. He, yeah. has to, he has to do that. All the like they they're gonna force him to do that. They're gonna force Lavar to do that Ti joke. They're gonna force. Um, there's a couple other people. They're gonna force them to do that, and I'm pretty sure they hate it. But that's what they're known for. I don't want to be just that, like. Well, it's nice. People come up, hey, Blade, do Blade. Like He's like, I've done more than Blade. Come on now. Can you name something else? Like I don't want to be in that box. I don't want to be typecast like Jason Statham. Yeah, you were, you were smart to not jump on this opportunity because you could see a little spike in probably attention coming your way, but you didn't want that to be the uh -uh. kind of attention. You I, didn't, I didn't want that attention. I didn't want no negative attention um, on, on me. So, um, because, like, what, I'm going to sell DVDs off of this? I'm like, hey, I was, at, I was at the comedy house. Here's some DVDs. Like, I don't want uh, – I wanted to be – for me, from my from my comedy, I wanted to be about me. I didn't want to be about no controversy. I wanted to be positive, pushing out. Yeah. So that's why I didn't really entertain it. I didn't want I didn't want nothing to do with that. I mean, I'll talk about it. It was I mean, now we can look back and like kinda laugh at it, but at that moment I was like, I wanna be as far away from this as possible. I don't want nothing to do with this at all. I still kinda don't. I don't mind talking about it. It's fine with me, but like me. Like comics still like asking, like, why you ain't do nothing? Like if I was there, I would. I was like, actually, if you was there, you wouldn't know what you was gonna do because y'all saw one view. Y'all didn't know what was happening in the whole building. <laughs> yeah, y'all didn't know what was happening. I throw a chair, and the next thing you know, comedy clubs see that. Now I can't perform at certain clubs because you're on video throwing a chair in a crowd of people that just get you a standing ovation. Like, why would yeah. I do that? No, I'm not doing that. Oh, you got a standing over that night? Like half of one. Oh, a little slick. Ha half yeah. of one. So I'm not going to like, these people just told me I'm funny. I'm like, yo, yeah. I'm not about to throw a chair at you. Like, you just made my night. So Yeah, it's not like Steve wasn't having any of it anyway. That sounds a little... But he, he had standing ovations the whole weekend. Like he. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah, he's he, a has, he had standing ovations oh, the whole dude. weekend. So he, he would... I mean, he got one that night too. I mean, yeah, he, true. Yeah. He sold out all his all his merchandise. Like he did a whole show. He was, only did twenty minutes. Steve usually does about an hour. Like, oh, he can go. So yeah, he talked about in his interview, like how he can just go because I mean, if you've been doing comedy that long, you just know it. Because he's because he he would be on stage, and I'm like, I'll be looking at my phone like Jesus, like we got another show. Like how long yeah, are you gonna yeah, be yeah, on yeah. stage, Jesus? Because uh, I only got to do twenty like before you, and then like from then on, like I'm sleepy, like. Yep, I get, I get, I'm like, I'm an old man. I get sleepy, like even after the first show. I'm like, damn, this is only the eight o'clock show, so this one's supposed to end around ten, ten thirty. He's still on stage. I'm like, now we got to push this one back. Now we got to be here to like one, two o'clock in the morning, and then I got to wake up. And then we didn't really do press that weekend, so that was good. But I got to sleep in. But still, I'm like, we out late. It's a city I've never been to before. People say it's really nothing like that here to do. So I'm gonna be Except go I'm to be, comic club. Yeah, I'm gonna be drained. You know. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't, the nightlife was never my thing. So. so what would you say, looking back on it now that the, the dust has kind of settled, maybe your overall takeaway from it? Overall takeaway from I mean. Or if there's something that's kind of still confusing to people, what, how can you clarify this? I mean, like, I mean, many people would disagree with this statement, but, like, if you're not, if you're very, like, sensitive, just don't come a comedy club like if you plan on just messing up everybody's evening people come to laugh i mean if you sit close to the stage you may get talked to or talked about may depending on the comedian but if you just can't handle being at a comedy club and like anybody can get talked about whether you sit in the front or the back because some comics have great eyes some people like 
you both, you sat up here, and I'm talking about you in the back since y'all think y'all slick walking in here late. <laughs> I mean, if you if you're not if you don't have a sense of humor, just stay home, man. Just stay home. If you're mad, stay home. If you're sad, come. We can help, but just don't try to fight and ruin everybody's night. Don't do that because that like comedy just like lost a couple fans. Like people are scared to come back to shows now, Yo, afraid yeah. of like afraid that will happen again. Mm-hmm. So just just don't don't do that. Just you can't handle a joke. Stay home. That's that's my takeaway from like I knew that before then, but like really, like I'm really saying this. Like if you cannot handle it, stay home. Like like it's it's amazing that you would come and like get us to try to make you laugh and make your day better. Awesome. But if you like just come there and just be mad the whole time, like this is not going that's not cool. It's not cool because you're trying to mess up our our craft with your with your hatred. Like I'm not saying it was him, like not per se, because like I said, he was laughing when I was on stage. Right. He was fine yeah. when I was on stage. It's just something about Steve Brown. But it also from a comedian's perspective is maybe, you know, chill. Like if 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 security's coming over to try to get in between you and a patron, yeah, like I like I probably like in my situation, if I saw a dude like I'm like okay, he really wants to fight. Let me let me let him calm down. Mm-hmm. I might I may leave the stage. I'm like okay, let me let everything diffuse and then I'm at least try to say something to him to calm down. Like yo, come here. Like what's the problem? Like we good? Like don't don't kill anybody in here please don't do yeah. none of that but like with him he just wanted a piece of steve brown and, and then like everybody looked at steve like he was crazy like for continuing to go at him yeah for yeah just for staying on stage like steve always does it like because people like i said people have seen like people try to attack steve brown before so they're like <laughs> so they're, they're not surprised so they're like steve is just another crazy brown you got bobby brown chris brown now steve brown mm. <laughs> <clears throat> So he's just he's a part of the Brown clan now. And I guess you are kinda. Uh, Marlon Brown. Uh, no, I'm, new I'm, stage name? no, I'm good. I'm gonna leave me out of the Browns. I got I already got a, a B last name. Just I don't need <laughs> to go down the alphabet. I'm okay. I'm okay. But uh, it it was a learning experience. It was it was good to be on the road with um like I like to travel with different people. Like it's yeah, cool, it's cool traveling sure. with Brandon. So I got to experience what it's like to be with Steve Brown. I got that experience. I hope <laughs> it's a different experience moving forward. Yeah. But, but like I said, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. I'll, I'll see him in a couple of weeks and do another show. It's my first time seeing him since. But so I'm pretty sure the question is going to get asked again. But I don't mind talking about it. But I, I doubt South Carolina bring us back. I mean, club wasn't bad. I mean. I I was open to going back and doing it, but I'm I'm pretty sure they're not gonna bring neither one of us back. I'm pretty sure. Is there any fault one way or the other? Or does it seem like both both sides like could have handled it? Like, both I mean yeah, both sides could have handled it better. Um, like I said, the, the club they like to me they're blaming Steve Brown. Like I think they're trying to say he's trying to sabotage them, like trying to get them shut down. Because they docked his pay. I mean, which Steve had every right to be mad for them for them doing that to him. So I can't be mad at him for that. But both, like, they could have just been like, "Yo, it's our fault. We have some security. Just here's your money. We're sorry." And he said they didn't even call. They didn't even call and check on him when he was in the hospital. And that's what he said. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, "Yeah, that's messed up." Because any other clubs, I'm like, "Yo, you good? You need to come up there or anything?" He said they didn't do that. So. Both sides, yeah, I mean, but he really deserved to act the way he did because, like like I said, he didn't feel support from them, and they're the one that they're the ones that booked him. 
So I'm you're responsible for me while I'm here. Like you brought me here, I gave you your shows. Like I did what I was supposed to do. Now y'all do y'all's part. Be there for me, protect me. And he just feel like they didn't do that for him. So yeah, so that, I don't I don't think they'll be doing business no time, no time <laughs> soon, <laughs> no time soon ever. I think it like forever ever. Yeah, because it's nobody's gonna forget about this. Like, but I but the fans they would like to see. Steve come back. They told him that when he was there, even at the, at the fight show. They, they was like, yo, we would like to see you come back. If you come back, please do, and we'll come. He would sell out if he went back. He would. And that'd be an automatic sellout show. But, like, again, they would have to get security, and him and the club would have to be on good terms for that to happen. Yeah. And but it sounds like they're still I, I, battling, I, even just to figure I, out. I'm, I'm optimistic, but, like, with this situation, him going back or me or, and me and him going back, I think. That would never happen, cause he he, he like uh, he really doesn't like like what happened. He doesn't like what happened at all. So I doubt yeah. I doubt it would happen. I would like I said I, I love traveling. I would I would go back. It's just it, like it has to be in God's plan, you know. <laughs> God's it, plan. It has to be in God's plan. Go back to Drake. God's plan. It has to go, it has to be in, and like they got to keep dude away from the club. <laughs> well, is he back in jail? Like. I don't. He last time I checked, he was there, but I don't know if he's out. But I know he had to pay like for like he had to pay fines for what happened at the club. He had to pay for like four hundred dollars in like broken, broken tables and stuff. And oh. so he had to pay. And he's in jail. Maybe mic stand. Maybe he had to buy a mic stand. Uh, they need one that they can't that can't move. Right. <laughs> they yeah. need to glue that one to the stage. <laughs> uh, man, that was that was crazy, man. So every time I get on stage, I, I pick up that mic stand like. And the motherfucker was strong. Yeah, Steve said he had PTSD from it. I believe Even it. Going to counseling. I believe it. <laughs> having somebody charges you that's that big. I'm like, well, I told you when he took his shirt off, I'm like, that's jail right there. So it's having somebody jail. charge at you like that, yes, I would get PTSD too. I would get that. So, I mean, I, I can't blame Steve for, for doing that. But man, it, it, Joe, if only you was there, man. Like, because, like, like I said, that wouldn't happen here because we have comics here that want to fight. They like they <laughs> they would have been out there in a heartbeat to 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 beat that dude up. So out there we was outnumbered. I mean we we really ain't had nobody. It was just me, Steve, and in the in the open micro dude and the host. And the host, that's his home club. So I understand why he really didn't want to get like down and dirty because that's. But he tried to get him off the stage. He tried so. to get him off the stage and then and then left. So I understand why he didn't like. Go Super Saiyan too, because right. that's he has to work from there. That's his income. Yeah. So he had to be professional, and he plus he didn't have no shoes on. You look close at the video. The like, host doesn't have shoes on. He didn't have shoes on, like because he's like after <laughs> what? Because Steve Steve is on stage that long, so the host goes and gets comfortable. He takes he's his shoes chilling. off. Yeah, yeah. He's like, hey, he gonna be up there a minute. So when he comes on stage, <laughs> he has the socks on. You look at the video, you're like. Yeah, he, so if you would have swung or tried to fight, you would have been sliding all over that stage. So he, he, his shoes was off. He was all like, he was comfortable. So he, like, oh. he didn't have no shoes on. So, yeah, I see why he, he chose to back down from that. So I was in the crowd, and Steve was on stage, and I didn't see none of, like, the the the, the female staff. They, I pretty much think they just all went to the kitchen. Like, they didn't want no part of that. They, Which I don't blame them. I'm like, yeah, I don't want y'all to get hurt. But, yeah. Yeah, that's 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 what happened, man. That's what happened. Dude, um, like you, I said, it's like that that wouldn't happen here. It wouldn't happen here. That that would have been. Well, a hopefully, it doesn't happen in other places now. Um, because yeah, because I think brings I, at least an awareness. I think South Carolina has two clubs. You got the Greenville uh, Comedy Zone, then you got 
comedy house. So I mean, they got two clubs. I, I mean, I would hate for a club to get shot shut down because of something like. I mean, they ain't have no security, but I would hate to see a comedy club go down because that's one less spot for us to perform. You know, I I want comedy everywhere, but that bad publicity it, it almost did that. Or at least just don't have have more than one security guard. Have a, like, and like I said, guy. and like I said, he had on a church suit. So, so I'm like, was, I've never seen like somebody get ready to fight. Like he didn't even he didn't have a gun or nothing. I was like, you have a gun, nothing. You just buff dude in the uh -huh. church suit and church church shoes. Like you can't fight in those either. So I, he didn't look like Rambo from uh, Outtown. Gotcha. Oh my he, gosh! I forgot about him. He didn't look like Rambo. Now, dude. now me and Rambo talked about this. Rambo oh was like, "Yo, my that dude, Rambo, <laughs> Rambo's like this." So, Straight from the movie Three Hundred, man. So he's like that dude wouldn't have made it to that stage because I would have rock bottomed him right there. I was like, "I wish you were there with us." Then, yeah. I wish you was there because <laughs> that would have been a completely different story if this happened at Uptown Comedy Corner because. All you need is Rambo. Like you said, you need more than one security. No, Rambo is 10 people within one. You yeah. don't need any other security than yeah. that. But South Carolina, man, I guess they nothing has happened there on that extent. So yeah. they feel like, hey, we don't need nobody. I mean, this ain't, ain't going to happen. But it's a it's an urban club. They book mostly urban acts. And the crowd is, is urban. So, I mean, I'm not, saying, I'm not saying our people don't know how to act. But I'm saying stuff happens. <laughs> stuff happens. But it happens on the white side too. I went to Punchline one night, and I went to. It was one night recently. I went to Uptown. They were well behaved that night. I go to the Punchline. <laughs> they're acting like Uptown. I'm like, what is yeah, happening it, it here? It's a comedy club environment. People are drinking. People yeah. are. A girl it's, stage it's dark dived, in there. Yeah. Girl stage dived onto the a table and realized Whoa. it wasn't water. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. I forgot who was here. It was this um this white chick. She was on roast battle. I forgot her name. Oh, Sarah Tiana. Bam. Yep, it was yeah. her. And she was like, even she was like, wow, what kind of crowd is this? I've never had to deal with this. <laughs> she's she's they from were, Calhoun. And they were trying to roast her. And she yeah. was like, did y'all not Did y'all not watch Rose Battle? Do y'all know I would destroy you? Like, yeah. So a girl's like, whoa, get up, starts dancing. Like, she's front row. Girl gets up, starts dancing. Sarah's like, okay, Atlanta, this is what it is. And then the girl walks off with a bottle of water. It's like, I'm about to dive. <clears throat> and then, like... <laughs> Her chest was red, like she was, just, she was drunk and shit. She was drunk. But did she get taken? Did she get no. kicked out or anything? She went to the bathroom for like a good 10, 15 minutes, and comes back and sits right back in the seat, like nothing happened. No, and, but but anything, she keeps yeah. she keeps she kept heckling, and then oh. Sarah was like, "No, don't put her out." She was like, "The show's almost over. Trust me, my check is gonna be worth this." Oh wow! <laughs> she said, "My okay. check is gonna be worth this." So okay. she was like, "This is what I do, but I'm going on a long vacation after this because <laughs> of y'all." So Sarah, she held her own. She held her own because mm -hmm. I know anybody else would have had a nervous breakdown. If any, like I would have, because I'm like I don't know how to, how do I come back from a girl diving on the table mid show? Like everything's yeah. quiet and she just, everybody's like, ooh, <laughs> like there's nothing. Like I would have been like, wow, okay, how do I top that right there? And again, the common denominator, That's Marlon good. Ballard in the <sighs> building. <laughs> that is true. Okay, that is true. He's there again. You know what? I'm just I'm gonna just like lay low and see like if if nothing happened. You know I'm gonna go to Cats tonight and see if anything happened because I was planning to go to Cats after this, but I heard what happened like what are. I heard what happened like last week. Some dude went up there and ran on stage and uh snatched a mic from somebody because I he was tired of waiting. The end. Yeah, it like it was. A, I wasn't at that one. Comic. Ha ha! I wasn't there. That's so. true. I did I did hear about it though in the white comic. Uh -huh. I think 
It was a white comic. And he said some dude in dreads came up and took the mic. And he's of course, like, this is my in, turn. Of course, we're in Atlanta. Like 90% of the dudes here have dreads. <laughs> 90% of them have dreads. So I'm like, that's like eight people I know. I was like, was it Johanse? He was like, no, who wasn't. I was like, okay. So um, yeah, I couldn't think of anybody else, but that was it, but, it's but, interesting. That's maybe. I hope but I know he, he had to be new because when we go to Cats, we know what's up. Like Rodney Perry, if somebody comes, we know we're getting bumped. Yeah. So if anybody new comes and they're like, I'm tired of waiting. I was like, yeah, you're new. You, you must don't come here a lot. You're not going to make it. Yeah. Comedy, no. especially starting out. Then you run on you stage. Pay your dues. You run on stage for somebody that looks like they can't defend themselves. You wouldn't have did that with anybody else. Because mm -hmm. I know. It's a good way to not get rebooked. Yeah. Back. Yeah. And like, again, you, you want a black eye because like comics, they're funny. They're very funny. But half of these people, like, have them, they, they're ready to fight. Mm -hmm. they, they're waiting for that moment to, to go viral. Like, like Steve. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> they're waiting. Like, all you, everybody's like, you're one song, you're one moment away from going viral and, yeah. and, and touring. Like, yeah. I mean, you, like I said, you got the Jess Larry's, you got the Country Wayne's, you got the Country Wayne's videos have gone, all of them have gone out of 5 million plus views. So his video, simple videos, he's not doing skits. Like, he's just talking. Mm -hmm. Camera this close to his face, talking, reactions. That's what's helping him sell. And Jess, well, Steve and Jess were going back and forth a little bit, too. Yeah, and I, and I, I think he shouldn't have did that because I'm like, you're supposed to be playing victim right now. Like, stay the victim. Don't, don't look like you're bullying anybody because a lot of people came at him for, for talking to her. Like, don't call her a bitch. Don't do this. Like, you're ass. I see, what, I see why it happened to you. Mm. So that made him look like a bully. So I'm like, yo, you have to play the victim. Stay the victim. Like, you can easily just ride this wave out. And get booked on shows. You look like the victim. You told him that? Uh, yes, I have. Yes, I have. I was like, stay the victim. Stay the victim. And um, like you going back and forth with Jess is just, it's it's pretty much like the ice, the ice tea and Soldier Boy thing. There's like, why ice tea going at like leave the leave the kids alone and all that? Cause Steve's what fifty. Jess is like twenty six. So it's just it's just making you look like a bully. So in people's eyes, because I read the comments like under this, people's like, mm -hmm. "Why, why are you bullying this girl? Leave her alone." I'm like, "Damn, it's not, it's not a good look." Like especially after this comedy house stuff, but yeah, like it's, it's not a good look. So I'm like, "Uh, you gotta leave, leave just alone." But he apologized to her, which was was good. But oh, I, don't, I didn't. I don't okay. know. I don't know if she accepts it because you know, like people our age, like in twenties, like we don't want to hear it. Like you said what you said to me. Like I don't have nothing else to say to you. Like. When I see you, I mean, what's up? But leave me alone. Mm -hmm. That's I think that's 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 how her mentality. Because I met Jess a couple of times. I mean, once she's done with you, pretty much she's like, she's done. <laughs> you know, yeah. She'll she'll talk to you professional wise, but like behind the scenes, like she's she's like, no, I don't mess with you like that. Yeah, I've never met her, but it's like she's a good, she's yeah. a sweetheart. She's a sweetheart. It, like, but once you cross her on that level, she, just looking for a little bit extra shine, but you could have. Did more harm than good, probably. Exactly. So, so like, he, like they, but they, they went back and forth before, and like, you know, it was, it was funny. I mean, was, people roast her. They know, like, they go at DC like that too. People mm -hmm. go, like, I'm gonna roast you because you roast people too. So I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. Michael Blackson roasts people. And Kevin Hart got in his feelings. Yeah. yeah. So, um, Kevin didn't like that because like, Mike's my boy. Why are you talking about me? Why, why are you kicking the man while he's down? So, not everybody, not everybody takes it the right way, but like. So, like at some point you gotta like yeah, not right now, not right now. Like let this die down, so I won't look like the bully. And I mean, but Steve, like he was, he was giving her a run for her money. He was. 
He, he was giving her a run for it. I'm like, you got to chill out because Steve, he, he will go dirty. Like, he, he just has our limits. But him, Steve will, if your mama or something just passed, he's going to bring that up. Yeah, it's, 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 that's why your mama did. Mm. It's a then, tough place to be. Like, I wasn't roasting the audience member, and then you're online roasting. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, it was, it was too soon. I was like, you got uh, to back down, stand down, let, let her win this battle. You get at her later. But just mm, let it go. Let it go. Because I don't know, but she came at him first. She came at him first because she came at him because we were riding home from the club. Like, we had just left the club. And then I get on Instagram, see her, see her uploading Instagram stories. And she's like, Steve, no, he started that fight. And I was like, where did this come from? I'm like, did you, did you inbox her or something? Like, where did this come like from? that fast. Yeah, so I'm like, ugh. But somebody had to put her up to it. Somebody because, like, Jess has, what, two, three million followers. So mm-hmm. Steve Brown doing something so small in South Carolina, like, got you to make an Instagram video about him. If it's going viral. I mean, but it wasn't, like, it wasn't, like, making its rounds on Instagram, like, until, like, the day after or two days after. Like, so it just happened. So I guess people knew him and her had went back and forth before, and they were tagging her in the video. Mm-hmm. So that could have been it, or I don't know, I don't know what made her just... Go at him just randomly like that because I'm like I could see if she waited like a day or something until it like went fully viral. But I guess people was tagging her in the video, and she had no choice but to go in like and like you know what I'm gonna bury this dude now because he's been talking shit. Now I got some dirt on him. I'm about to get him. So yeah, because Steve was saying Gary. Yeah, he told yeah he told me that too. But I mean, but I mean, it, but. it makes sense because he manages her. I mean, and Gary and Steve they've had their words. I mean, yeah, I mean, I interviewed Gary like this week about the situation. What he say? <laughs> and he was pretty much that I actually work for Jess. Like, she's not gonna me telling her to do something does not mean like she's not gonna do it. Like, she's her own brand. I'm just like the manager that books her things. Oh, I mean, that, I don't know the, the process with that. Cause I'm not I don't know either. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's that's him. But I mean, yeah, I know Stephen. Stephen, uh, Gary had their words about the situation, which is why Steve chose not to do the comedy theater no more. I mean, that's that's his decision. Mm-hmm. Hey, he'll find another club to work at. But I mean, that's I gotta I gotta make a name for myself. You know, I gotta still go to these clubs, deal with these people. Yeah, and go back to the mail room, kiss asses. <laughs> yeah, I gotta I, I still gotta kiss ass. Steve Steve is pretty much a vet. He really ain't gotta. Definitely. He doesn't really have to bow down to nobody. He's going to be Steve Brown, and he's going to do what he does. And that's why I wanted to get you on here, though, is because I had interviewed Steve about it, mm-hmm. and then I interviewed Gary about another persp- like another point of view, trying to just you know get a handle on this situation yeah. because there was so much gray air behind it. So then it's, we're wanting to try to triangulate, all right, let's get a third just, opinion just on me, the situation. Me sitting back, like looking back at it, I'm like, yo, imagine if Benny, because Benny was supposed to go. In, oh, in place of me, I, yeah, because Benny was supposed to go in place of me. Um, he couldn't do the date, so Steve called me. Oh. So I'm like, I wonder what would happen if Benny and Spencer went. Hmm. <laughs> it was like, what would have happened? Because like, like I said, I controlled myself in the situation. I think Benny would have went up there and tried to throw some chairs. <laughs> I really oh, did. get viral. <laughs> I really think Benny would have did it. Yeah, yeah, man, I'm about to go viral. I'm selling DVDs after the show, yeah, people. Yeah, right. Uh, what's up? What's up? I th- yeah, I think he would have did that. Me, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not that. Like you, you catch me out in public. I'm the quietest person you will ever encounter. I don't really say much in, in the group. Like I let everybody else do the talking. Man, I'm quiet. I'm level-headed. Like very few people have pissed me off to the point where I actually want to slap them. So I'm not that. I'm not that person, man. Mm-mm. 
Yeah, just with Bow Wow. No, I mean uh, that's just more online fun. That's, that's online fun. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Bow Wow walked in now. What up? But like, I would have to talk to him like, yo, you gotta stop this bullshit because you're making all of us look bad. You gotta stop this. Stop hmm. it, Bow Wow. Now have your first album, so I really can't say much. But I mean, everybody like back when that was popular, him and Bow Wow, One Hundred Six Park, everything. We all wanted to like. I was a kid like him. I mean, I had the cornrows, I had the the bandanas, crib walking. I was hmm. doing all that and. Next thing you know, he's stunned on a private jet. I'm like, remember where you came from. Remember where you came from, Bawa. I appreciate you doing this <laughs> because there were, I, I was able to capture two completely different points of view on the situation. Yeah. So I was glad we could get some clarity on this one. Yes, definitely, definitely. No, whatever you need, man, whatever you need. I got you. I got you. I appreciate you, you man. Yeah. Is, yeah. There, is there anything else you want the world to know? Um, Hopefully, I'll be coming to a city near you. I mean, whether it's with uh, Brandon or whether it's with Steve Brown, uh, if I come with Steve, there ain't going to be no fights. This is not a WrestleMania tour. We're coming to do jokes. That's the only punching we're going to be throwing, punchlines. That's it. But um, support Hot Breath Podcast. Joe Byers, he got his own clothes, got his own water. Support lo- support live comedy. First Boom. first thing for, first things first, support yeah. live comedy. Um, we need y'all. We need we need every last one of y'all because whether we're on the internet or not, we need that support to take off because you never know who's gonna blow up next. It was Kevin Hart and I was Tiffany Haddish. Like who's next? We never know. It could be me. Could be Joel. Could be anybody here in Atlanta. Could be anybody because Atlanta has a great comedy scene. Chicago has a great comedy scene. New York, L.A., um, Dallas. They have a great comedy scene. You never know who's gonna blow up next from one of these cities. And Right now, Atlanta, we've been all over. We've been on what? Last Comic Standing, yeah. Carlos, LeVar, yeah. Clayton English. Like we've we've been on we out here. Dulce Sloan's on the Dulce, Daily Show. Uh, Rob Hayes, uh yeah, Caleb Simon. Yeah. There's too many like Atlanta's I feel like Atlanta's the Doye. Next. Yeah. Uh, we get a lot of people, David Purdue, uh Plug, this is the heart of the city, Keita, yeah. Mario Tori. Like we we everywhere. We we're branching out. So we we we're coming to cities and we we do what we're supposed to do. Because I go to a city I've never been to before, and they say, he lives in Atlanta, the crowd, Atlanta comedian. So I'm like, what, yeah. do, you, what do y'all know that I don't? Like, I'm mm-hmm. just, okay, let me get out some jokes. So they, they get hyped when they hear Atlanta or Chicago. Yeah, that's what, some beasts. New York, too. So well, let the people know where they can Um You can you find know. me um, on all social media platforms, Marlon Comedy, M-A-R-L-A-N, Comedy. All one word, no hyphens, no none of that. Facebook, Marlon Ballard, and I'm on there all day when I'm bored at work, sorting mail. So y'all, y'all can catch me on there um, and follow me. I follow back. I'm interactive. I'm fun. I don't really do politic jokes because that get people in their feelings, you know. So follow me. You know, I'm here. I'm here. Atlanta, Ohio raised. Ohio yeah, in the sure. house. Mm. So support Joe Byers Hot Breath Podcast. That's what it is. Appreciate you, my man. Man. Thank you, man. You killed it. Yes, sir. Hot breath. Ooh-wee! Yo. There you go. I think we have landed the plane on this trilogy. Thank you so much, Marlon, for all your honesty. Thank you, listeners, for all your time. I would love your feedback on this. What is your opinion on the matter? Who do you believe? What do you think happened? Now, I interviewed Steve Brown about it, Gary Abdo, and now Marlon Ballard. We have three perspectives on the situation. I would love to know your perspective on it. Let's interact. You can always hit me up 
at Joel Byers Comedy on all social media or at Hot Breath Pod. Of course, you can also reach me on my website, joelbyerscomedy.com. But overall, the biggest impact you can make and even just connecting with me, if iTunes review. Five stars always goes a long way, but really even just hanging out on the interwebs as we do, that is where the the epicenter of information is now. You know, in all honesty, I should probably do a retake on this one, but I'm recording this on Facebook and Instagram Live, so I feel obligated to keep all this in. So I was really inspired by uh, Marlon's honesty and his just willingness to speak so candidly about the situation. Uh, I knew he had a lot of people heckling him about what happened, what happened. So I think this interview here lays it all to rest. Anybody that wants to know like a third party's opinion on what happened, I think this is the place. So anybody you know who is aware of Steve Brown's onstage attack, definitely shoot them this way so they can hear Steve's interview as well as this one and Gary's and really decide for themselves. But this has been fun. This has been a fun little trilogy here. We'll see what comes of it. I don't know. I'm not inserting any sort of opinion one way or the other. It's This is not my place to state facts or naw. This is just my place to report and bring awareness to people and their stories. So thank you for being a part of the Hot breath verse And I, of course, have to say, if you do want to see me perform comedy live, I do host a show every Wednesday at 8 p.m., in Decatur, Georgia, at Java Monkey. I would love to see you there. It's a free show. I've been doing it almost seven years now. Oh, I'm getting old. I gotta, I gotta figure my life out. Just sitting here in a, in a hoodie on a rainy day with my dog, just recording an intro and outro. Okay. Anyway, that is also something I would like to skip over. But I'm recording this online as well, so we're just gonna keep it. And everybody watching, you know my true feelings about this right now. But let's get out of here. You know, we've done enough today. I appreciate everything you've done. If this is your first time tuning in, there's over 120 other Hot Breath episodes for you to catch up on. And I hope to see you soon. I know we do these every week, released at 8 a.m. I've got to thank my engineer, Amon Garner, for keeping all these sounding crystal clear. And of course, my wife. Erin Byers, I have to thank her every episode now because she made the theme song. So thank you, dear. Thank you, all my dear hot breath of out there. <sighs> this was a good one. The past two interviews, I have not looked at my notes at all. And they're also up on YouTube, so we're starting to incorporate video into this as well. But the last two, I have not looked at my notes, which is very exciting. So, anyway... We're getting better, and it's all thanks to you. So, until next Monday, right here on Hot Breath.